Have you discovered what sparks joy in your life? If you're familiar with that phrase, then you've probably seen the trending show, Tidying Up with Marie Kondo. Marie is a tidying expert. Don't let her little frame fool you. On the show, she steps into the lives and homes of families that need help decluttering, and she pretty much turns everything inside out and upside down. Piles, even mountains of stuff are brought out so you can see and even feel the weight of what you've accumulated. Then going item by item, you must choose to keep something or choose to let it go. You only keep something if it sparks joy for you or brings happiness to your life. Everything else you let go of. Through this process, families clean out the clutter and discover more joy. Listen, with spring upon us and the idea of spring cleaning, I can use all the help I can get when it comes to decluttering closets in my garage. So I'm scanning my house a bit thinking, does that spark joy? As I think more about what does not spark joy, my mind shifts from the basic household clutter to deeper soul issues. What have I brought into my heart and mind that at first I thought would be a good thing but in reality, it's robbing me of my joy. If we did a heart purge, would we pull everything out and face a mountain of sinful choices, consequences, unforgiveness, bad habits, and dysfunctional patterns? What about what we watch, who we follow, what we listen to, games or apps we engage in, or how we spend our time? We come up empty and often we can't even recognize joy because cluttered with all this stuff, we've taken our eyes off Jesus. We withdraw from community and accountability. We lean on our own understanding of why we've lost our joy. And the world is right there offering us a bite of self-indulging theologies, religions, and remedies they claim lead to life when in fact they lead to death. The spark of joy is gone. So where can we find it? The Bible speaks so much truth about joy that we can cling to in any season. But my focus today is on the red letter words of Jesus in John 15. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in His love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Love leads us to obedience. Obedience results in perfect joy. We can abide in the love and grace of Jesus only because Jesus abides in the Father's love and there is no separation of the two. The fruit of a love that remains in Jesus is a desire for obedience to the Father. That was Jesus' number one objective on this earth, obedience to the will of the Father. The purest joy is found when I deny myself, take up my cross, and follow Jesus, and walk like Jesus in obedience to the Father's will. If you will keep my commandments, Jesus said, you will naturally abide or remain in my love. And friends, guess what that love and pursuit of obedience produces in our lives? Joy, complete and perfected joy. That's the truth. Tidy up today. Throw some things out. Walk in love and obedience 
As you do, God will spark an eternal joy in your heart that will light up the world around you. I'm Lori Klein.